You are listening to the Self Image Experience Podcast, and I am your host, Chloe Rosam. Hello, my beautiful friend. Thanks for joining me today. I am so happy to have you here. So thank you for joining. Thank you for being a part of this community and supporting me, supporting you, supporting all of us. Today, I want to talk to you about one of the biggest factors holding people back, which is dun-dun-dun, time. I should say not having enough time, myself included. One of my biggest reasons for not being able to do all the things that I want to do is time. If I had to put my finger on one thing, one reason that feels so real to me is time. And I would tell myself that I would do all the things that were non-negotiables. Of course, I think you can probably relate to that. Sleep, work, eat, laundry, cleaning, and maybe exercise if you've made the time to do that as well. And then the rest, anything outside of those things that had to get done would be done only if I had enough time or if I finished the other things early, right? But what I noticed is that I never really did end up with the extra time that I had hoped for, and so I never really did accomplish the things outside of those basic life functions. And even looking back now, calling them, you know, extra tasks and hoping is problematic to begin with. Thinking about them as extra tasks versus important things or things that were also non-negotiable clearly poses a problem right there. So a lot of the clients that I've worked with, if not all of them, I'm pretty sure every single one has also had this issue. Time. They want to do these things outside of the things that they're already doing in their daily lives, but time seems to be restrictive, limited. We're not able to be consistent because time is not consistently there. So that might look like wanting to be healthier or to be fit or to start exercising and to just, you know, overall be healthier. And what that requires is commitment of time to actually get yourself to the gym or to get yourself a trainer or to show up and go for a walk every morning or night or whenever and to also make sure that you're eating and fueling your body with healthy meals, which requires more prep work and to be going to the grocery store to getting these things and to planning a little bit more and maybe even meal prepping, right? A lot of them also want to learn a new skill, whether that is an instrument or a language or a new business skill. Maybe they're running a full-time business or they have a part-time business. But the other thing is that they have a family, they have a husband or a wife, they have kids, they have animals, they have pets. And outside of those daily things that they're doing, they look at their day and their time and they just can't imagine having any time to do the extra things. Like when would they do that? When would they sleep? This is a a very common concern. The other way that I see this come up a lot of the time is that we don't have enough time to even do basic self-care needs. We don't have enough time to make doctor's appointments or dental appointments 
because we work full time. We have businesses, we have kids, we have families, all the things. When are we supposed to do that? When are we supposed to take 30 minutes out of our day to just sit in silence and do some self-reflection or some meditation and forget about hobbies or doing things that just make us happy for no actual end result other than to enjoy, right? Like these things just get pushed by the wayside and anything that is considered to not have that result of, you know, feeding, bathing, working or making money, it's like there's just no time for that, right? As a coach, it is my job to tell you the truth even when you don't like what I have to say. And I experienced this on my last coaching call when I was the client. So I totally feel you, my friend. My coach was straight up like, hey, you're lying to yourself and you need to just be honest with yourself. Otherwise, you're going to stay stuck. And that's also what I want to share with you today because the truth is that you absolutely do have time. It's just that you are not making the time for these things and you're not utilizing the time that you do have effectively. And yes, I can confidently say that without even seeing your schedule. Listen, there are people out there that are running businesses. They are working part-time. They're working full-time. They have families. They have multiple children. They still take care of themselves. They still exercise. They make time for hobbies and fun and traveling and spending time with their friends. And they're probably busier than you. And they are also producing more than you. And guess what? They have the same 24 hours in a day. The exact same hours, my friends. Now, I am not saying any of this to make you feel bad or to put you down at all. But the reason that I'm saying this is because I want you to see that it is possible for you that you have the same amount of time as people who are less successful and more successful. And what it comes down to is really how you are spending that time. Are you being honest with yourself? Are you wasting time doing things that are not leading you to where you want to go? Or are you clear, direct, and intentional with how you are spending your time? Are the things that you are doing with your time leading you to the goal at hand. It really all comes down to priorities and time management, planning, and having all of your time being accounted for. The issue usually does come down to poor planning, poor time management, and not having a goal or something that you are actionably working towards. You're not doing the things because you don't have a very clear-cut goal in mind. So the good news is that these things that I have mentioned are skills and you can get good at them. Even if you think that you can't or that it's not in your nature or that you've just never been good at them before, you can absolutely learn how to do these things. The first thing that you have to consider is how are you thinking about time? You might not think that the way you think about time has any implication on how your time is being used, but it absolutely does. If you think back to the concept that your thoughts are what cause your emotions, right? Your your emotions are or your feelings are caused by what you're thinking about. And so if you're thinking about things in this way, causing you to feel most likely if you're thinking those thoughts or you have those beliefs, stress, you're feeling anxiety, you're feeling overwhelmed, 
or it might even be defeat. Like if you're thinking something like, I don't have enough time, you've already set it up so that it's defeat. There is not enough time, so therefore I cannot do the things, right? Like if you think about your thoughts being, there's not enough time. There's not enough time in a day. I never have enough time. I'm always running behind. Time is of the essence. Time is flying by. These are thoughts and beliefs that we don't even realize that we are thinking. We just think that it's the truth. It's the fact of the matter in that we just are looking at our day and that's what seems to be the truth. But it's not. These are our thoughts. And so we're just not aware of them. We're not aware that we're thinking these things. We just think that it is. But if you are looking at that concept where your thinking is what creates your your feelings and your emotions and you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed and anxiety about time and not having enough of it, well, your feelings are what are driving your behavior. So if your emotions are giving your behavior a direction, that means that your actions are based on your feelings of overwhelm and anxiety and stress. And those actions aren't going to be the things that are creating big results in your life. They're creating results, but they're definitely not the ones that you want, right? Because your actions from a place of anxiety and overwhelm and stress are going to look a lot different than if you are feeling motivated, energized, disciplined, like any of those things, which we think we don't have control over, right? But going back to the concept of your thinking is what creates your feelings, right? And so then you're feeling these things, which is giving your behavior a direction and then based on what you're doing, right? Like that's what's creating your results. So ultimately your thinking is what's creating your results. And so if you're thinking things like, I don't have enough time, time is of the essence, I'm always running behind, go down to your results. And what's happening is you are either creating that exact thing in your life, proving your thought true or your belief, or you're giving yourself more evidence. You're looking at your day and you're focused on it and you're like, well, I I knew I didn't have enough time and here's the evidence for that. I wasn't able to do this. I wasn't able to do this. I was so busy doing all of these other things that I didn't have enough time and therefore it's proved true. And whether you are proving that thought true or creating that result or you're giving yourself more evidence to show, it's kind of the same thing because you're still ending up with the result being that you don't have enough time to do the things that you want to do. Okay? So if you think that there is not enough time in a day, most likely your result right now is that you don't have enough time in a day. So the question then becomes, what do I need to feel in order to get the result that I want? And in this case, the result is having enough time. What do I need to feel that's going to drive the action that is going to lead me to that belief? And so for me, like when I am doing the things, I'm having one of those days where like I am on it. I am staying on track. I am not getting... Um, I'm not getting distracted. I am not doing all the things that are not on my to-do list. I am feeling on fire. Now for me, that's what drives me. That is the feeling that I always strive for when I want to be productive. I want to be on fire. And really what that means for me is motivated, energized, and focused. 
But whatever that is for you, like maybe you just want to feel motivated. So when you figure out, okay, what do I need to feel that's going to make me do the action that will lead me to that result? Well, then you have to decide what is the thought that's going to make me feel that way? Like if I think I have enough time to get everything done, maybe that's what makes me feel like, oh yeah, I definitely do. That makes me feel good. For me, it's, I have the same 24 hours as everyone else on this planet. That to me, that really sparks up like, hell yeah, I've got this and I can do anything, right? Like that that puts good emotion for me. But for some of you, like that might actually be too far from the truth. Maybe right now you really feel like time is a huge problem. And so telling yourself like, I have all the time in the world, like that's going to feel like a lie. That's like saying an affirmation that is not leading you anywhere because then your your brain, your critic is coming in being, you're like, I have all the time in the world. And your critic's like, no, you don't. Stop lying to yourself. No, you don't. And then you're like, I can get everything done and more that I want to. And then your critic's like, are you kidding me? Like, stop right now before you fool yourself, right? So you have to think of something that is believable to you. And if you are way too far from believing like the the goal thought, then you need to think of something that's maybe just going to be a little bit less heavy, maybe even just that neutral, even ground. So for me, that neutral, even ground is, I have the same 24 hours in a day that everyone else on this planet does. And that's true. I have, I do, I have the same exact time. And that doesn't create stress for me. That doesn't create anxiety. But thinking, wow, I have a huge busy day ahead of me and I don't think I'm going to have enough time. You could also say that that might be the truth, but that doesn't make me feel good. So the trick, it's not even a trick. The truth of the matter is that you have to think about what you need to be feeling in order to drive the action that you want. And so for me, if I can't get to the place of, I have all the time in the world, which is going to make me feel motivated, but I can't believe that thought, then I'm going to go to, I have the exact same 24 hours today that every other person on this planet has. How am I going to use it? That is going to make me feel like, okay, we have a chance here. We as in me and my brain, we have a chance. Okay, so what is that thought or feeling or thought-feeling combo for you? Do not dismiss thought work. It is the number one most important thing when you are going into anything, really, because if you do not have the thought or belief behind it, you can implement strategies all day and they're not going to be effective for you. This is shown over and over again in so many other areas. If you look at diets and exercise and anything nutrition, like there are very easy to follow guides that will tell you exactly how to lose weight or how to build muscle. And so what is the problem? It's the thought work behind it. It's the mindset that is behind it. The strategies always work. It's whether or not you are taking the time to do the mindset work behind these things. So once you have done all of the mindset work, the thought work, the discovery behind where you're at with your your thinking and how you've been thinking about your time, I want to give you some strategies that I have found to be extremely useful in practicing these skills. So these things are scheduling and time blocking. 
Time blocking is choosing a time and then giving yourself a set amount of time to get something done. For example, if I want to record a podcast, I say, okay, Thursday at 11 a.m., I'm going to give myself one hour and 30 minutes. And at the end, I will have a recorded and prepared podcast sent to my editor. I do not go over the set time. I give myself a reasonable amount of time. And I try to do it a little bit less than what I think, because however much time you give yourself, you will use that time. And then you go to work and you get it done. Now, because this is a strategy, you have to follow the important rules that make it work. So the rules that have to be followed with time blocking are no distractions, okay? So your phone is off, your notifications are off on your computer and your phone, no checking emails, no scrolling, no TV, no eating, no distractions. You show up with the time, you show up prepared, and you get to work. And so this does not mean sit down at 11 a.m. and then grab my computer and then grab my microphone and then, oh, now I'm thirsty. I'm going to go get a drink. Oh, now I have to pee. I'm going to go take a pee break. Now I'm a little hungry. I'm going to grab a snack to come back. Oh, uh, I need a pen. My pen just ran out. And, uh, you know, I have to go do six other things. And next thing you know, it's 11.45 and now I'm 45 minutes into my thing. And this is why everything ends up taking longer than what we think it's going to. This is what I'm referring to when I'm saying using our time effectively, those little things that you think you have to do that you do not. If I say I am sitting down to do my podcast at 11 a.m. on Thursday, you best believe that at 11 a.m. on Thursday, I am sitting down. Everything is already set up. I've already peed. I've already grabbed a drink of water. And now I'm sitting down and I will do this until my alarm goes off one hour and 30 minutes later. And when that alarm goes off, I have produced what I wanted to produce and it is sent and done. Time blocking is awesome because you give yourself a small amount of time, but if you follow the rules and you don't have any distractions that we usually have when we're trying to get things done, you will be amazed at how much more you can accomplish when you are actually focused, prepared, and you only give yourself a certain amount of time. The other strategy is scheduling and planning. And I know some of you feel like this is not who you are or that you like to go with the flow. You like to have more freedom. You're not a rigid person, but I promise you that that's okay. That's okay. And I mean, if that works for you and you're getting things done and you're not complaining about not having enough time, well, then that doesn't matter. Keep doing what you're doing. That's beautiful. But if that is not working for you and you feel like you're terrible at planning, then I promise you that just because you've never been good at it before or you don't think that's who you are, that doesn't mean you can't learn. It Maybe it is more challenging for you. I don't know that. But even if it is, that doesn't mean you can't do it. You can still do it. You just have to realize that, okay, it's going to be a little bit more work. But it is possible for you. And the other thing to remember is that you still will have that freedom. That was one of my biggest things before going into planning and scheduling and being rigid I thought that took away all my freedom and I didn't like that. I like to be someone who's going with the flow and has the freedom to do what I want. But at the same time, this gives you more freedom because if you plan for that, because you definitely plan for your free time as well, if Friday nights I want to make sure that I have nothing planned so that I can do whatever, then I can plan for that. And so I still have that freedom versus 
not planning anything. And then it's Friday night. And now I'm like, shit, I didn't get this, this, and this done during the week. So now I have to do it now. And that cuts into my planning time. And now I don't feel like I have freedom. Whereas if I did plan, then I already got everything done throughout the week when I had planned it. And so now I do have Friday night free, like I also planned it. If you are someone who is type A scheduler, organizer, so you're not one of those people who feels like it's challenging to actually schedule and plan. You are like that textbook version of a type A person. This part still goes for you because you might be creating those beautiful lists, those schedules, those color-coordinated agendas where your computer and your phone, they are all synced up. It's beautiful. You can access the schedule anywhere, anywhere. But the problem is that you're not following through. And so therefore, you still have the same issue that you feel like you don't have enough time to do all the things. For this strategy, for the strategy of scheduling, here's what you're going to do. Sunday night, you're going to make a full list of everything that you have to do this week and include all the things that you want to get done. Next, you're going to open up your calendar, written, digital, I don't care, as long as it works for you. And you're going to enter the tasks. And you must enter them in this way because it makes sure that all the priorities get done first. So you're going to enter sleep, sleeping hours. You're going to enter your work hours and keep in mind travel times, eating times, and then free time. So now that that is all scheduled, what's left is that you're going to have all the slots that are available for other activities, appointments, hobbies, outings, time with your kids, bringing your kids here or there, exercise, I like to add exercise into the priorities because I don't want that to be thrown by the wayside, but whatever that is for you. So you put in all of these things and then you'll have a visual of where the little blocks are, where you can fit other things in. Now, if you are finding that there is not enough free time left over after you've entered everything in, then what you can do, and it doesn't sound like much, but what you can do is Take 30 minutes, even 15, but if you took 30 minutes, either in the morning, if you woke up 30 minutes earlier or went to bed 30 minutes later, 30 minutes is not huge. And if you've scheduled in your intentional sleep hours, let's say that's eight, then going to seven and a half, you're still getting a sufficient amount of sleep, but you're, you're, you're increasing the amount of day that you can use. And so let's say you had zero amount of time left, but you increase each day by 30 minutes. That means at the end of one week, you're going to have three and a half extra hours of time. Three and a half hours doesn't sound like a lot, but you can accomplish a ton in three and a half hours. You can read a book. You can do 30-minute workouts every morning. I mean, it, it depends on what your goal is, but that's how you're going to prioritize. If your goal is to get fit, then you're going to use that 30 minutes towards meal prepping or exercise. If your goal is to work more in your business, that's 30 minutes each day, three and a half hours by the end of the week that you've spent on your business. Whatever your goal is, that's how you're going to prioritize and you're going to fill that time. So even if you end up not having a ton of time after you've done the scheduling process, you can still create a little bit of time, 30 minutes. And then if that is still not enough, look at the activities, the hours that you've given yourself and where can you adjust? Can you take out, instead of having an hour lunch, 
can you do a 30-minute lunch every day? And then you're creating 30 minutes there. Or if you are spending time in the morning reading the newspaper or watching the news, and that's taking 30 minutes, is that working towards your goal? And be honest with yourself. If it's not, then take that out. Yes, it's important to be educated on what's going on, but you can find maybe one day a week that you give yourself to look at the news and to catch yourself up on current events and use the rest of those little slots that you've now created for actually working towards your goal. Make sure when you are doing this process, as always, be patient with yourself. Be patient and give yourself some grace in the beginning because you're not going to be perfect at it in the beginning. And I think that we expect ourselves to be perfect. And if we're not, we're like, oh, well, I did this for a week and it didn't work. So you have to be patient and willing to go through the learning curve that will be there. Just expect it to be there because it's more than likely going to be. And if it's not, well, that's great, but at least expect it to be. Be patient with yourself as you go through the process. The first couple of weeks, you're going to be learning okay, I only gave myself an hour for this and it actually was taking me an hour and a half. So next time I'll give myself an hour and a half. And it's about being in flow and finding out what's working and what's not. And instead of kicking yourself in the ass and getting frustrated when it doesn't work, just look at what it is that's not working at the end of that week and say, okay, I need to give myself extra time here. But in this area, I actually needed less time. So I can put less time in for that. And, oh, I found that I actually had more time in my week when I prepped everything on Sunday and laid out all my clothes. Like, sounds ridiculous, but I had my nice Monday to Thursday clothes laid out. My lunches were made. And then I had so much more free time during the week. So it's about adjusting and being fluid and figuring out what's going to work best for you. There's no one way, but if you go through the thought work, the mindset work, and then also have the right strategies in place, you are going to be a lot more successful in creating more time and not feeling like you don't have enough time for these things. I promise you that if you have something that is important enough to you, then you will be able to find time to make that happen. All right, my friends, that is it for this week. I'm excited for you to go and try these strategies and to get curious about what your thoughts are currently and what you're believing about time. If you are still having a tough time with this and you want some extra guidance, please reach out to me. I would love to help you figure out how you can create more time in your life. Hi. If you are enjoying this podcast and are curious about how you can take this work to the next level, come find me on Instagram. You can find me at Chloe Rosom, C-H-L-O-E-R-O-W-S-O-M-E. This is how I work with my clients on a private one-on-one basis with a custom coaching package tailored to your exact needs. So if you are ready to take your life to the next level, send me a DM for more information about how we can work together and take your life from hot mess to success.